0: Good evening everybody, hi, how are you? Kit Tze. to inspire you tonight with Kit Tze. weekly inspiration. So the idea, I mean first, what is inspiration is all about? Is inspiration is about getting excited for whatever written in different books, or oh, inspiration is to feel happy. What is inspiration supposed to feel like when we talk about weekly inspiration every Monday here? So the idea is, most of the time we know what we should be doing and we know, we're also very clear about what we shouldn't be doing but we're not inspired about it. So what what kills our energy? What What is about us that we're not excited in the same way uh, or even more about the right thing to be doing? You know, if a person is doing charity all day long, after 40 days, It's not excited about charity. Everything is not keeping you excited. And if you stop yourself from eating cheese for 50 days, after 50 days you're no longer excited about not eating the cheese. just another day. What is it that we lost in so many generations as we are nowadays? I mean, the example that Kabbalists are giving, that in the time of the temple when they baked the challah, when they baked the bread, the bread was fresh all the time. It stayed fresh all the time. 12 loaf of bread staying fresh, staying warm. And they explained that in those days, the energy was so powerful that nothing wore off. In our days, everything wore off, right? I mean, everything shoes, clothes, people, <laughs> everything wore off, cheese. And and we are in a time that excitement is not exactly existing. Even in a young generation, you assume. The young generation, I mean, the old days people would get excited from small toys and they were playing with one toys for the rest of their life. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God! I mean, and then uh, they create, what they name store? Toys are Us or something, then Toys are Us are gone. And you know, Baby R Us and Amazon. And there actually has more than before, but less excitement. Less and less excitement and less motivation and of course the industry of pharmaceutical went up because you gotta give pills for people to get excited, after all they get depressed huh? they look like that, they take the pills they look like that you know, they get injection on the skin they look like really like that, so, so things, things we are living in a weird time if you are thinking about it, that we need to understand based on what's going on, what's going on, where is the energy, where is that motivation you know, you stay in a hotel, fancy hotel, after three days you're done, you're done. You, you try everything, you look at every picture, every wall, everything. I saw the beach, I saw the blue sky, I saw, I saw, I saw, now what? Very difficult to activating that desire. And the question is why? And uh, we're going to talk about kit etzel al as you go to a war. So all the commentary explained that this is not just a physical war, it's a spiritual war. From within. It's something that you have to do from within to get that weekly inspiration, to get that I have to get excited every day, I have to get excited about my husband, my wife, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my friend, my, my car, my home, my my, my my shoes, my socks, my shower. I want, I, want, I want to get that because I would be happy if I would be able to find that formula. But the cowards explained that we have an enemy that we're fighting with but the enemy is not a physical enemy, so it's difficult. You can fight something which is not you can see that's my external problem. The enemy is internal, and the enemy is running our awareness and consciousness. It's very difficult that your consciousness is being captured by some force and you try to be excited and I don't have it. I don't have it. First, what are we doing about it? Who is our enemy internally like each person needs to know and the point is that we got to get into what we call external achievement versus internal achievement when we talk about external achievement that's translate in life like money and fame there is two aspects in life that make you happy from external point of view is fame and money, or pride and money there's nothing actually else there even if you want to look better it's actually for fame very simple, that's why there is Facebook and Instagram and what else out there Snapchat and Twitter and everything like that, then you have money which is surviving skills more money you have you feel like you're going to be okay Well, the internal is is something that people gave up in our generation, it's called happiness just being happy nobody tried to win the sadness by fighting with the sadness and achieve happiness. Everybody want to win the sadness by achieving more external goal and they expect the external goal, the fulfillment, will give them the internal goal. I I hope I'm clear what I'm just saying. The internal goal has nothing to do with external solution. You can be happy while you're having more money, I'm sorry. You can have more money if you want, but don't expect that billion, it's not equal happiness. It's equal billion. Can guy you buy a private jet, big home, make you famous in town, tell everybody you arrive and everybody will clap the hand, pay them, pay extra people from Instagram to take some picture. You will be famous, you'll be rich, you'll be everything. It don't necessarily be happy. So the question is what's driving you? What's really driving you? And it's nothing nothing is a sin. I'm not telling you what to do. This is your Nobody can tell you what to do. No rabbi, no priest, nobody. Not even God get involved in this. God gives you something called free will. Whatever you want, it's okay. you okay to do whatever you want. But don't complain, why am I not happy? While you're in a private jet sitting there, why am I not happy? What is this to do? What, in the private jet there is a formula of happiness? Oh, since I'm on a private jet, I'm so happy. No, you're not. It's nice. The most dangerous thing that can happen to a human being is that a person achieve all the external fulfillment, all the external fulfillment, and none of the internal fulfillment. That's why you hear about a lot of famous sport athletes or even actors from Hollywood that become like on the camera every day and all of a sudden commit suicide. People who can design a bag or shirt or I don't know what shoes, poof, die. What happened? And you look at them, these models or this person has everything. They're smart, they have money, they have it. They never fight with the inner enemy. They were achieving everything that has to do with the five senses, which is survival. Money is a survival. Money is a survival. But the inner core is a very difficult to fight because it's in. It's in. Formula we'll to make money eventually. If I sit with each and every one of you, we all know how to make money. If we do a brainstorming now, we're sitting together, we all know. Sometimes we get lazy, we're not into it, we're tired. But if we drive only toward money, you can make it. Everybody can make it. Everybody can make it. But being happy, it's, it's not exactly a success. What should I call Maybe a different word. Fulfillment. Maybe that's the right one. I'm not sure. But feeling good. When you feel good, you can date a wonderful man, a friend of mine. Date any girls he want. Any girls Right? So all the other guys look at him, oh hey, this famous model, this famous it's not, I know him, he's not happy. Miserable. So the question, it's a If you go to war on your enemy, if you go to war. Question what type of war are you gonna go to this week? What kind of war? You wanna go to war on not having money or you wanna go on the war on not being happy? You have to ask yourself what do you want to achieve this life? More money? Okay. God bless you. May God give you more money. But if you're gonna have one billion and it's still miserable, it's not worth it. Even if you have one million, it's not worth it. And again, I'm not sharing information, I'm sharing an opinion. Before I'm going to information, I'm to share my opinion on that because I, maybe because I meet so many people. The true people who made it, to my opinion, is if you're able to be happy. It's like there is islands in different places in the world. They have no money. I don't know if you have a travel too far away. So you go to Caribbean, you go to Fiji, you go to different places. And there is a lot of poor, poor, poor people. Everybody want to give them a check. Right? And if you are from a rich neighborhood, say, oh, I have to donate some money. They don't need your money. If you talk to them one-on-one, they look at you like, I'm okay. That's not my thing. My thing is being happy. The thing is to look at my wife. Is she looking at me, we are happy. Look at the kids, we are happy. That's our goal. If we fail then, we fail. Now if you want to give us more money, so we can buy drink, or we buy food, or we buy fun, okay, we can add that. Until you don't win that war, my friend, you're stuck. And this, this week is designed for that war. You have to win. By Friday night, it will be too late already. So you have a few days, just to think about that. Am I going to war with my depression? Am I going to war with my sadness? Am I going to war with... A... And don't, don't be busy. This week is the only time to be busy with the external. This week to deal with the internal. So I want to read to you information that Rabbi Isaac Luria is asking. Rabbi Isaac Luria says first the war that the Bible talks about, the Torah talking about, is a war that they used to go in the time of the Bible, but the people who, who used to be a soldier are not regular soldiers as we know it. You have to be righteous to be a soldier. If you're not righteous, you're not allowed to go to war. What is righteous being? Righteous being that somebody who cannot commit a crime even if they desire to, they don't even have the desire to commit a crime. So the perfect spiritual human being. It's not the size of the yarmulke or the beer I'm talking about here, right? I mean, the core is 100% pure. So, the Torah continues and say, if you go to war and you see this beautiful, gorgeous, sexy woman, <clears throat> and you have a desire for her, and you have lust for her. Of course, the first question we should ask, a righteous cannot have a desire, just like that. So, Rabbi Isaac Luria explained, if a righteous, in doing the war, have a lust taught a woman, the soldier feel it, it's a, That's one explanation, it's a, that means that this woman carries something holy within her. The reason I say it is only for righteous man, so I don't want some people listening to me now say, yeah, uh, I got that feeling. This, I'm married, but I got that feeling that I have to pick up another spark there, that lost, you know? You know, I'm talking about righteous people only, okay? Only righteous people, none of us is in that level. So we make sure we all understand. None of us, include myself. You know, righteous people are hidden. We don't even know who they are. Righteous. You know, you go there, and they feel desire, you start to be ashamed. So what happened to me? Is it something wrong with me? He start looking inside. Is it is it been my inner enemy want temptation? Because what is the inner inner enemy look like? I'll give you an example. Let's say you lost weight and you look good. You walk in the mall, if you're a woman or a man, people turn to look at you. Wow! At that moment, your inner enemy won, and you lost 20% of your happiness. Simple stuff like that. Why? Because you don't believe that you're actually perfect without the approval or the validation of the people. Did you follow what I just said? It's very profound. If you need the validation, the approval of other human beings, that means your inner is weak. That's why I need you to love me. That's why I need you to look at me. That's why, I need, you know, I need you. I need you. I need you to valid- Please love me. Please validate me. So I need you. It's addiction more than cocaine. Oh, love me. I'm here. I'm here. So those physical validation, or oh, there is validation about wisdom too. You speak, you talk, you, you teach, Oh, uh, and you, you're so needy, you're so addicted, so what people might think or like or not like, that destroys the happiness for many. Because the happiness within has to be coming from internal, from you. Your joy has to come from you. If other people cause the joy of your existence, that that joy will, is not real. It will disappear. If you cause the joy to yourself, you will see that your excitement, as I said before, will always be there. But. To get to that level, you have to fight. It's a big fight. It's like, there's a gentleman, I asked him to work on the inner versus the external, and he showed me something very beautiful. Very beautiful. And he's a man that likes to flirt with whatever move, you know, so he worked on himself for two months. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And he get to a very nice level as we talk. And he went uh, to one of the, the beach on, on, uh, on San Diego. No, not far from me, I have two hours in the drive. And he, he felt he achieved that. He told me, I feel like righteous, like I don't need. You know? And I sit down, instead of looking for opportunity, opportunity found him, if you know what I'm saying. So he got a lot of attention. And he he asked himself, like I asked him to do, I said, how does that feel? Feel great, feel important, feel nice. I'm actually surrendering myself for... For the crowd, for the people to thank me and to tell me how great I am. And, and I started. How did you feel at night? I felt down. I felt heavy. So when you connected, that you fed off people because you felt you are empty. Everything that you need from people, that's when you're actually announcing you don't have it inside. And that's, that's the war, guys. It's a war. We're in a war zone. You don't need nobody but you. You don't need nobody but you and of course the light of the divine. The light of the divine wanna give you more love than human being. But you're not ready. You are replacing it with human being. You want human being to love you. You want human being to recognize you. You make money. You want human being to know about it. Before Trump becomes president, I'm sitting with somebody in New York in a restaurant. And he's was he's still rich rich more than Trump. And but nobody knows his name. He's not that famous. So he's sitting there in a restaurant, and Trump walk in, and said, I can't believe that. This guy is a nobody compared to my money. Everybody knows him, and nobody knows me. And look at me, I'm sitting with you, you don't even have that much money, and he's like sitting with all those girls and guys, and what's going on? And I was laughing, I always tell that story. And the idea is, every person gets the test that they need to get. If it's sex, it's, you're going to get attention. Men, women, that's your thing. You're going to get it. If it's, if it's food, some people replace loving themselves with let the food love them. But they don't love themselves, so they fill themselves with food. That's another type of addiction. Every person has something. Every person. Everybody comes with a life which is not perfect. That's the purpose of life. That your life will not be perfect, and you learn to deal with it. That's what makes you better. If your life will be perfect, what we need you here? That's the purpose. So God, when God created you, created you with blemish. And you need to learn to live with that. Once you learn to live with that, that's an achievement. So going back to Dari. So Dari said, when a righteous person feels like that, that means there is a soul which has been captured. What does that mean that you fight the enemy? There is a soul that fell to the enemy and it's your job to take it out. And sometimes by loving someone or by feeling attracted to somebody, that's what this section means. One, one translation, one meaning. Okay. Another meaning say when it say you see a beautiful uh, girl, al mishmat shaita ashuka It's actually talking about your soul. When it's written, I, I will translate again what the Torah said. Torah said, when you go to a wall and you see a beautiful woman, and you take her as a as a Capture, okay? And then she becomes your wife, and blah, 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 the whole continuation you know already. So it's say, what is this capture thing? It's a it's your soul. Because when you come to the world, your soul is perfectly clean. It's beautiful. It's amazing. But then we, when you fall to all this approval and validation thing, your soul starts to go to the dark side. Your soul starts to be dirty. So it's say, when you capture the soul back, You are so busy. Why we commit crime? Why people steal? Why people do bad things? Because they believe that the external can make them happy. Then they go and steal. But if the person will be able to work in the inner core and say, I'm happy from within. That's the most important. God is saying, I commend you to take her to be your wife. I commend you. To have lust toward your soul. That's a different explanation, second explanation. So it's not about a girl, it's about because neshama, the way you say soul in Hebrew is neshama, neshama is a female. Wait, it's not neshama. Everything ends up with A, A. In Hebrew, is a female. Okay? Everything A. So A is a female, coming from alchut. They like, say, I commend you to desire. So God said to you, I don't want that soul to be reincarnated in wicked people. I don't want this soul to be reincarnated. You choose the word dog. It can have been dog. Dog. Or other impure thing. It should be your wife. And not to your friend. And bring her to your home. Meaning what? Meaning that you take your soul into your home. Into your private room. And sit in your private room and cry. Sit and cry. What are you crying about? That I'm so busy with external instead of internal. Cry, sit and cry. Every person has to sit and cry at least once a week to be ashamed. How did I even was so desperate for attention from outside that I don't love myself? You should give the compliment to yourself. You should tell yourself how great you are. And if you don't believe, you think when people tell you that's going to work? People with the insecurity will have thousand people screaming in their ears, how wonderful they are. You think they're gonna feel better? No! You have to feel better! And that's why, you know, what's motivate people in our days? Instagram. You eat some cheesecake, you have to have 2,000 likes. Well, what else? You this, uh, I'm going to the beach. Well, I don't care. I'm care. Thank you for the like. Then people have to pay another $100 for more likes. you got to see more likes! Oh, what am I gonna do? It's only 23 likes. What am I gonna go oh, there? I'm so lonely and miserable. <laughs> now, when I get my 500 likes, much better. <laughs> I'm in such a good mood that I have to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> but it's not enough? No, it's not. That's our thing. All of us, we are. It's... You cannot say this one, yes, this one, all of us. One more, one less. But we're all sick in the same disease. Attention and approval and that, uh, you order something at the bar, you order something in a restaurant, and also the waiter is nice to you, or the barman is nice to you, you feel like, wow, I think they got, I think, I think, I think they got, they, they understand I'm special, wow, why you don't understand it's special? You don't understand it's special yet? No. So why, why, why then? You come first. So tell yourself I'm special. Why did you have to come from them? that's what it says you should take her because the Torah said if you go to a war when you go to war you capture and you see a beautiful woman and you desire her you take her to be your wife and take her into your house into your house means that you take your soul into the corner of the house into your room and cry What does that mean? That she shave her head, say Dari, because after that, say, she should shave her head. Shave her head. No woman would be happy with that. And she should make her nails. It should say, if it's a woman, she should say, make your nails, and then we shave your head. Give her something good in the beginning, she will forget about the head, Right? So it says, shave your head. What does that mean? Shave Shav the head doesn't mean literally shaving the head. It say like, take your soul and shave the head, meaning removing all kind of idol worshipping. Idol worshipping when you worship human like idols, when you worship external success as idol. That's what you should shave it. Shave yourself of that. Not physical, the, the, the head. It's the essence of who you are. So everything that is doubting, everything that you don't believe, everything that you don't believe God loves you, because the beginning of all sin is when you stop to believe that God loves you, you're going to commit all kinds of crime. You know? But once you, you commit crime, because 22 you can feel God love you. But what does that mean? More, shave your head, say Rabbi Isaac, oh, yeah? it means also, lower your level of ego because the ego ego is also external and internal external ego is to show off why you want to show off because you don't believe you worth something No, you show it's called baby ego There's baby ego it's called external drive a ferrari in the street make some noise it's called baby ego it's not as bad as internal ego Internal ego, when you're shy, when you don't say anything, I don't know, poor me, I don't deserve, that. that's, inter- that's dangerous one. That almost cannot be removed and be treated. So, because if it's internal, you don't believe you're good, then it's very difficult. If it's external, you don't believe you're good, and you try to show up with Ferrari, there is a way to fix it. There is always a way to fix it. When people come with external ego, I always help them. It's very easy. When they tell me, I just bought a Ferrari, and I say... Is it the best Ferrari there is on the market? So what, 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 what do you mean? The, well, I, I just saw something better. No, no, I just saying, and they get like, really? Oh my god. So I, I, what I do, I, I raise the level and then they feel that so it's very you fix the ego in a second. Okay? Somebody drove me with the Rolls source, the new one they bought 2018. I said, so, yeah. What do you think? So it's very nice, but I don't feel it's a whole source. Only the people from outside see it's a old source. We we don't even see it. He was so upset with me, he was so upset, because he was like, because what I tried to help him with, don't get fulfilled from small things, there is much more, much more. But that's external and internal. Then he'd say, she should make her nails. It's not about the woman, it's about your soul. How do you make the, your soul's nails? What is the nails, reminding you, when you let the nails grow? It says it looks like the falcon uh, 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 nails. That when the falcon won, usually, I don't know if you ever saw a falcon in action. I did. I, it's one of my favorite birds. If you do, let's say, barbecue, and a falcon is in the area, yeah, I saw it with my own eyes, falcon comes in speed, which I believe like 100 miles per hour at least, goes down and steal. So when it says you have to do the nails of your soul, meaning if you stole by mistake or if you stole purposely, you got to fix it. Can steal or if you ate from people that don't have food that's what the nerves represent so why it say after that that you have to get you have to undress that woman it says she has to remove her old clothes meaning because every time you commit a crime your aura which is the cover for your soul become dirty it actually smells bad people who reach a very high level of spirituality when they get close to people, they start smelling them. I know a few people like that. This, It's not, It's not. They, they reach such a high level that they can sense with their five senses the spirituality of the other human being. You, I don't think you ever met, maybe you met somebody who can do that. They go and they smell the person. It's not about physical smell, they smell, they know if the person is good or bad. So the clothing has to be removed. And then she sit in your house what does it mean she sit in your house after remove the dress, shave her head, nails, now you know the whole meaning she has to sit in your house your house now means your body so now the soul is going back inside your body and should not come out from from your body and you have to wander you have to go around because when a person commits a crime the soul is not sitting properly in the body it's in and out, it's coming in and out. And that's why people feel confused, forget, complaining, I don't, I'm not happy, I'm hate, I like, very confused, nothing, no direction. Every day they try something else, uh, all over. But when she seated in the house with you, and you start thinking, okay, there is something I have to change, she has to sit for 30 days. 30 days is a period that you can change. 30 days is the minimum period that you can change. Usually 40, but 30 days the minimum. If you want to change yourself spiritually, and you want to work on yourself to get to a better level, that takes you to much higher level. So, what is... What does that mean? And in the end they say, and she should be your wife. In the end of all of it, and then she should be your wife. It's talk about the soul that you don't have to worry when you die because the same soul that was with you will resurrect you when the time comes. So that's means she should be your wife. She will wait for you at the right time to resurrect that body. But if, the continuation of the Torah, I say, if you don't like her, then you have to let her go. And what does that mean, you let her go? He let the soul go. Remember, we don't talk about the woman. He let her go. Meaning, she has to be reincarnation. Reincarnation. And you cannot sell her for money. The, the Torah said, What does that mean from the Ari? It means you cannot use that soul because that soul has to be doing the tikkun, doing the correction, doing whatever the soul can here to do. So let's talk about it a little bit. I think it's a fascinating. For me at least, uh, explanation about war and what we thought, when people read this week, those of you who read the Bible so many times, we think we talk about war and that's why people who take the Bible or the Torah literally go to war, they feel, yeah, written. You go to war, you capture the woman, shave their head, take them with you, put one of those, I don't know how you call it, with fabric, cover them, you're mine. This stupid thing came up from where? Because no, nobody explained that. I mean, if they only listened to 500 years ago, Rabbi Isaac Luria, said, hey, listen, I'm sorry for the bad news. What it's written in the Torah, which was written by God, it's not literally what it means. You have to find the meaning to it. It cannot be that people would be so cruel to say, okay, let me be, I'm taking you home, i shave your head, change your clothes, forget your parents, and I'm your husband, maybe. I'm your husband, maybe, and then I'm not. I am. What, what, what is this? I mean, I mean, God has nothing else to deal with. That's why Rabbi Isaac Louis, and the Zohar tried to explain to us: it's nothing to do with physical. Again, external versus internal. How easy is to fight the negativity external? They go to war, kill everybody, everybody killing everybody all day long. Eh, what well, you are, Muslim, eh, you're Christian, Jewish, eh, Hindu, all the, uh, the world, never had. Cause nobody stop and tell people, hey, what's your foundation? Some religion? Good. What does your religion say? What does it say? And we follow the Bible. We are simple people here. We, we you have it even in the United States. You have a group that's called uh, the Bible Belt. I don't know if you know what it is. And they follow the Bible. Always when I meet people a Bible Belt. I'm sorry, forgive me if you're listening to me I like to, to tell them they like the word, it's a sign they're using a lot of the word, it's a sign and I put it in my first book I wrote you know, I, because that's the answer I always gave them So say, of course it's a sign, but it doesn't mean you get it right I always answer the same way it is a sign, but you are not the one who get it right everybody say, it's a sign I, I, I felt, I felt it, yeah, the prophet was talking to me yeah, you didn't understand what he said I'm never insulted that they didn't. I just say you didn't get it right. Wake up. If it make you more cruel by studying the Torah, by studying the Bible, by studying whatever you study, you don't get it. You think God's sitting there and creating this whole world and all humanity and all the animal, and he say, mm, now I'm gonna put some difficult thing in the Bible so they can kill each other, it'll be great. I mean, after all, what am I gonna do upstairs? The show are terrible on Netflix. Let me show live show People fighting each other, right? RPG, tanks, airplanes, this, that. And if you collect all the money that spend all war, I promise you, I promise you, no poor people, I promise you that. And you please test me on that, no poor people anymore, enough education for the people who don't make it, enough money to cover for all colleges for people who don't have enough money to do it, well, we, will, we will fix it. You think that people enjoy fighting? You ever talk to soldier? They do it. 99.9. What about the one percent? Let's say 99. What about the one percent? They mentally heal. If somebody enjoys to wake up in the morning, have a gun, and go to war, it's mental. It's not, it's mental. It's something sick. You know how difficult it is to take a gun. It's not about being a hero. It's difficult for a human to kill another human being. It's a difficulty. It's impossible. If you have a gun, and you aim on another human being, God forbid. I don't know if you ever was in a situation like that. And you get an order to do that. You can't. It's impossible. And no one human being will say, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't do it. I don't want to do it. But they put the gun into your hand. They say, this one is the enemy of your country. This one is the enemy of the other country. They create a political event, religious event. Okay? And money event. Remember, always three. Okay? Money, religion, and politics. And they work together. That's how it works. People call it religious war. It's never true. I was wrong two, four years ago. I found out I was wrong. I thought it's a religious war between two religions. Not true. Money war. Telling you everything is money. Money, some people need to make money. They use the religious people as part of making it famous. It was even before Instagram. Okay, and then politics they have to convince the politician how they're going to get paid if that's going to work that's the world we're living in guys because people use Bible as a translation to hatred because they believe everything is external war but the true war is internal can you hold yourself from not killing can you hold yourself from not fighting can you hold yourself from not doing bad things, can you hold, that's the war and unfortunately If we don't get to that point, why should you get excited? Why do you ask your children to get more excited about what? What kind of universe we built for them? What we left them with? Disaster. 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 Everybody becomes smart, so how to build a better atomic bomb? Disaster. More disease. More disease that we know about. More disease we don't even know. And then now oh, we're going to solve it. Oh, we're going to give you pills that cure this one and create another 10 diseases. Yeah, we're very good at that. Very good. Always look at the side effect. This is going to remove stomach ache. It might cause cancer, heart attack, blood pressure, kidney failure. <laughs> one second. Which poison do you want to take? That's the world we're living in. That's the world we're living in. So what, what can we do? Is it warm? or it's it is freezing. I guess it's me. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. A bit a bit warm. <laughs> a bit warm. So a bit, not so much. A little, bit, a little bit. So what do we do? So what's left for human being to do is to start follow in this week portion and I hope I mean, I can only give you one hour, but this is one of those portions that you should talk about it like 50, 60 hours explanation. There is so many, something called mitzvot. Mitzvot means precept, suggest, advice. That God suggests to you if you want to achieve that goal of being happy, achieve that goal of winning their enemy from within, you gotta work on yourself. God's still looking in and you have to be spiritual, not spiritual because people tell you, wow, are you into that spirituality? or some yoga mat, everybody in Santa Monica you ever see them? yoga mat, a special bottle of water, okay? you see that, right? Uh, to be seen, okay? and we're losing the drive toward what we want to do and we start driving toward what people tell us that's the right thing to do did you follow what I just said? So a lot of things is to be seen, but it's not to be able to get to a place that I'm achieving my goals. I want to be able to be healthy for me. I want to be beautiful for me. I want to be uh, uh, doing everything that I want to do for the next level. I always tell Debbie, you know, what will be the day that I will have to go to a test? It will be the day that I have to give the lecture for one of 3,000 people. Then it will be a very external success. It's a problem. How do I keep my ego down? No, but Rochelle, I mean, I'm not insulting anybody. We have a small place here, it's very nice. And, all this and that, it's small. It's small, it's respectful. I'm very happy doing what I'm doing. But I'm not even being tested yet on my ego. I guess God doesn't think I need to be tested in that area yet. I'm not deserving even that test yet. That's our law. Look at it that way and that there is a good way I don't want to mention but that's a bad thing so if you think about it what do we need to do? what do we need to do? so the Torah in this week mentioned many things I will give you a few of them and it will not sound like a big deal but the Torah thinks it is a big deal this scandal is talking Rabbi Isaac Luya said the candle is talking, but I never saw a candle that yeah, it suddenly gave me some smoke. It's, not, it's a weird thing. I don't know if you saw it before, but I'm looking at it. I said, uh, he tried to tell me something, I don't get it. It's a sign, but I don't, I'm not getting it. One of the things that Rabbi Isaac Luya is talking about, if you see that your friend lost something, and you're not making an effort, to look for it, scary thing I'm about to tell you, you have to come in another lifetime, another reincarnation. You see it? Wow, it's a little bit too much, I think. Too much. Somebody lost the pen. You want for me? I don't want to help. I don't want to help I'm hungry. I have to go to lunch. Torah I tell you that you have to help? Of course. If you are like me, you said, why? Why do I have to help? I know from a morality point of view, you have to help. Nice, you have to help. But what is it? And it's written like that. When the soul needs to do a certain act of not ignoring the pain of your friend, also when you need to feel to get to the next level, there is a force of the universe will not even know you are exist. Can you imagine if you lost? I don't know if you can imagine something like this. If you, after the soul leaves the body and the person die, the person can get lost to find the path. And you're looking for direction, and everybody's every face like, no idea. Is it right, left? You're going to all those weirdos that. So the Ari said, if you act like that, that's how the path of your journey will go. While you are alive, next lifetime, or after a person dies. And then if you did that, you have to come back next lifetime, reincarnate, just because of that. But it's a small thing. It's a small little thing. I don't know if you ever did that. That people uh, lose something and you don't help them. Or if you you know where it is. That's the worst, by the way. If you know where it is and you don't tell them you ever did something like that. Did you ever punish somebody? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm sure you never did. I'm sure you're all righteous. You never did something like this. But those things can happen sometimes. It can happen. Hopefully it didn't happen in the last year. Because, you know, everything on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, everything is forgiving. You know? So if you did this year, you have to do something about it to be forgiving. You know and uh, because otherwise it's part of your karma part of your soul and you have to have to do something about it you know you have to do something so the idea is like that that's one thing that you gotta do a second thing second thing that I want to share with you is when a person work on themselves spiritually not many people ask why why even to be spiritual, and what is it to be spiritual? So there is three things that make you spiritual: study, like we do now, be good, doing good to others. You have to do good to others. Doing good to others, like to see if somebody doesn't have clothes, shirt, uh, food, is always to do chesed, to do kindness, like to be sensitive. To, you have to feel pain. You have to look where is the pain of that individual I'm talking to. Every human being, you have to feel. You have to feel, like, what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, what's missing. You know, some people have it more, some people have it less. Some people have very lack of sensitivity. Lack of sensitivity at the level of disgusting. Because they're so busy with themselves, that's why they're never happy. And some people all day long, sit with them in the restaurant, it's not that they leave the last slice of pizza to you to impress you that they are so kind. You know, you, know, you, know, you saw how kind I am. I'm talking about when the person put a slice of pizza on your plate and you don't even know that was the person who did it. That's kindness. You know? Not that you show off. I don't want it. Can I give it to you? Why, Why are you making noise? What is this? So that's the second thing. The third thing is somebody who pray and meditate together with a group of people. When you learn to do things with a group of people, when you pray, not alone, when you are with people together. It's a... God's saying to those people, if you do those three things, I will redeem you from all problems. So I read it. I'm so happy. 105, verse 105. So excited, right? <laughs> you thought it's the end. They a question. It's a beautiful question. They say, but there is so many people who do that, and nothing is going on. Not in their life, not in the universe, it stays the same. I see many people who pray together. I see many people who do charity, and I see many people who study uh, spirituality. Nothing happens. And the answer, it say, you have to check the why you're doing it, and that's profound. That's solve everything. If you're helping a person, and and it will be maybe difficult for me to explain it, but I'll do the best I can if you are helping a person or you study or you pray or meditate together with the group for why why are you doing that? if you pray because your parents used to pray all the time, so you also pray or if you pray because you need something from God or if you pray because your friend is coming to pray or if you study because your friends are here so you want to study or if you do charity because it feels good to give to somebody below you something so it reminds you you are above, they are below That's a wrongdoing, But if you are saying this universe is in chaos this universe is not in order, and I hope you see it because if you don't see it that's when you are in chaos. This universe is not functioning in a level where it needs to be. Because there is a force of giving and a force of receiving. The force of giving if you want to know what it's name, it's called Tatsha in the name of God. The force of receiving called the Shekhinah. When these two forces are not become one, there is between them there is chaos. When you do charity, when you do study, when you pray, don't pray for you. Pray for those two forces to become one. When you study, said I'm elevating that light. So those two forces become one. When I give charity, it's not about that poor person in the street. I'm doing an act of goodness, and the act of goodness, which is vibration and energy, will go up and unify this husband and wife of heaven, whatever you want to call it. It will be one. Once it becomes one, no more chaos comes to the universe. That's why many people do a lot of great things, but you don't see any great result Because you have to know why you're doing it. It's not how you're doing it, it's not what is why? What's your drive? What, why? Why would you do that? You have to every time ask why. And if you're not in every second connect yourself to those two forces, then your act is an act of nice behavior. You're a nice person. You belong to a community. You belong to praying group. You can find it in Meetup. You know, you can have Meetup uh, praying group. Nobody mentioned there, if you come to pray for yourself or for us, we don't want you to come. We are only pray for the two forces of the universe to become one. Maybe we should create something like this. I'm sure I will be there alone with a few of you. That's it. Maybe that's why we don't have the 3,000. Nobody want, nobody want to think even about two forces. What's in it for me, Then Tell me, what am I getting? I mean, if you ask coming here today, we want to be stimulated a little bit intellectually. Here's something we didn't hear before. Here, maybe he say something funny. I'll get five minutes out of this one hour. If I get four minutes or five minutes, out it, I get, I'm happy. But the purpose of what he, the teacher wants you to get is when you leave here, there's a changed person. That's my purpose. My purpose is not to make you smarter or more knowledgeable. That's what's the purpose of it. I mean, then you go on Google and you get the whole information. The purpose is the person leave, and after they leave they improve their life, not because they work on themselves, going to the gym, or meditate more, it's the why. I'm connecting the two forces, one force that gives all the giving in the universe, and one force that gives all the receiving in the universe. And when these two forces become one, and they click, only goodness can happen. That's the purpose. It's the only purpose. And if we miss that, we miss the whole thing. The whole thing. For that reason, I bring you back, when you go to a war, the inner war is the why. It's not the what and the how. The inner war you are fighting all the time. Why? Why? Why, why, why everything? You have to be into why everything around you. Because if you don't why everything, you just live like a zombie. You don't even know where you're going, what you're doing. You have some good manners. Bravo. God bless you. You behave nice. But what's, what's next for you? And think about yourself now. 8.30 tonight. Not long from now. Eh, 40 minutes from now. If your life not going to be different at 8.30 tonight, that's when you were wasting here one hour. One hour, you were sitting, hearing this guy with an accent, trying to read different books on his table. Feeling hot, feeling cold, confused, who you are, what's happening. See the flower, see some fly, touch you, didn't touch you, candle, that smoke or not. Wasting of one hour and ten minutes for what? Then you have to drive, feel found, you have to park. What a headache! Two hours of my life was wasted. If you are not commit, for in 8.30 your life will be different, at least in one area, it's all gone. Every time, when you come here on Monday, you have to write down what is this one thing I'm going to change. You have to commit to yourself, and if you don't commit to yourself, one of the thing that based on what I spoke about will change, you won't. Not take advantage of your life, that when you are not important to you, Don't worry about, her, about all of that, or you people, or your mom. Are you important to yourself? And if it's not, then this whole thing, this whole life, it's a waste. This whole life is a waste. You have to start taking your life seriously. You come here many Mondays, every Monday, one thing. I have to take one thing. And that's one thing that I'm gonna commit to work on myself. And because of that, I'm gonna make sure that my life will get better. This is what it's all about. My life will absolutely, absolutely get better. And I want to I just share with you a story talking about the why. It's one of my favorite stories. Used to be a rabbi by the name of the Seer of Lublin. Wonderful rabbi, very poor. No money, live in Poland. Genius. Kabbalah, Torah, and everything. Unbelievable. But no money. wasn't good with money. That was not his area. On Friday night, those of you know already, you know, usually there is dinner. And the money, those days, they go to the woman. Even nowadays, go to the woman, and the woman organized the dinner and everything. She realized there's not enough money. But she didn't want to bother her husband and insult him because it was missing a little bit of view, few rubles, rubles, is the coin in Poland, for buying two candles, because women usually light candles before the Sabbath, no man. She was embarrassed, her husband come home, little food, no light in the house, no nothing. So she said, I'm going to take a walk and cry to God and I'm sure God will find me a solution. In that town, live a man. They call him the Playboy. The demon call him by the name. It was not just a Playboy. He was looking to do every day a new sin, sin that was never done before. He enjoyed that very much. And his last was his favorite thing. And he was very charming and rich, and unbelievable guy. Happened to be that woman. He see a woman cry. He never committed a crime of hurting a human being. But when I say crime, he was committing any crime that has to do with addiction or lust or you know it's called crime of love. He loved everything too much. So he, he has this beautiful wagon, two horses and carriage. So he comes down say, lady, why are you crying? Is everything okay? She looked at him doesn't even know who he is. He said, no, I'm crying to God to help me because I'm short for two over. Two rubles will be like today, uh, half a dollar, 50 cents, to buy two candles. That's that's it? He said, please, may I give you something? And he said, no, I said, please, I'm begging, I cannot see you crying. He gave her two dollars, which is more than enough. And she looked at him and said to him, you have no idea what you just did. You have no idea what you just did. So what do you mean? See, I want to bless you. That because of your action that you saved my husband. He didn't know that the husband was the righteous of town. Like the old neighborhood. He didn't didn't even know who to talk to. I will bless you in a blessing. That you will be able to feel the love that the divine, that the angel has for your soul, for you. So... Thank you. Know, take, he go back to Cars to go. He has a party to go to that night for the night the night of the party. You know. The husband doing the prayer of the evening. And when he prays, not like us praying. When he pray, you know his body goes to sleep and his eye go up, and the soul leaves the body. And the soul leaves the body, He go to the seventh chamber of heaven. So he reach a very high level. And the angel, take him aside, he said, I need, we need to talk to you for a second. So, said, what's going on? So, said, listen, we're very much accustomed to you blessing weird people and evil people. And you bless a lot of people, but we know you. We have to agree with whatever you do. But uh, we have issues there. So what's, what's the problem? She said, no, your wife not blessing weird people. I mean, I can't do that. It can't do that. So you have to talk to her. He so what are you talking about? So well, that guy with the candle, she blessed him. It's okay to take the money, but don't bless him. He said, can you show me where he is now? I said, Rabbi, we cannot show you. He's, he's now party like, you, you don't want to see that. So said, no, I want, I want to see where he is. So they said, we can. It's, it's, a, it's a real party, it's Friday night. It's." Said, they showed the Rabbi everything. You know, I don't need no, to describe to you where he is. The Rabbi looked at the angel and said, can I make a deal with you? They said, what kind of deal? Can you release the energy of the angel, the divine, to him now, only for one hour? Not all day long, one hour. Let him feel something. Said, yes, because your wife blessed him and he gave charity, we're allowed to do that a little bit. Yeah, we don't negotiate, don't bother, thank And he go back to his prayer, and he, go, he walk, home. I walk home to meet his wife, in the meantime that gentleman, young face of who is used to all that party and women and everything and drugs, and all of a sudden feels something else and he starts to get scared. And everybody looked at him and say, are you okay? I said, but just leave me alone, leave, leave my sight right away. Put his jacket on, he said, I have to leave, I have to go somewhere. But he's very confused, because he feels love, but it's not the love he's familiar with, he feels something else, and then he starts crying. He feels like he lost time. He was wasting money and time. He felt it. But he doesn't know what is it. And he starts looking for answer. So he walk all the way to the place where he gave the charity to that lady. And from far he see that little home that was the rabbi's home, very poor. And he said, I'm very confused. I want to knock on their door. He knocked on the door, and the story, they don't continue the story in the book. They say, they don't they can't say his name because he became actually the successor of that rabbi after that generation after he became the rabbi. He changed all his life at that little two coin that he gave. Why am I telling you this story? Is the why you're doing what you're doing. A lot of people give charity, a lot of people do good things, a lot of people help and volunteers. But why? Do you want to improve your soul or you want to help somebody? When you start working on your soul, there's a different result. I would like to ask you something that I usually don't ask you tonight. Every night I don't ask. I want you, group of four, group of three, just share one thing that will be different for you at 8:30. So I'll give you five minutes. Go ahead. Go talk to each other. Come over. Two people here. Please talk to each other. One thing that will be different at 8:30. I'm gonna. To... If there is anything that you heard that you want to share with all of us, it would be lovely. <laughs> but if you don't, it's not a problem at all. It's not a problem at all. But it's, it's good to remind yourself like that you have 8.30, you'll be a new person, and that's what you're going to work on. Because once you start working on something, you know, it's just really magical, really magical how uh, quick and powerful it become, you know. So just just work on that. Listen. Osha Shana coming in no time in three weeks. You know I'm, I'm study all the meditation for all of you so I can blow the shofar for you in the best way that I can. Not the sound, but more the meditation, which is higher than the sound. And that will remove all the negativity. But the person has to come with some different engine for next year so we can we can do well. Thank you very much for coming and have a good night, okay?